All right, what if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that is exactly what you're going to get. They can help you find work in any industry. With just one interview at Express, you have a connection to endless jobs. Whether you want a contract job, a new full-time role, or a summer job, choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has more than 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit ExpressPros.com today to find a location near you. Summer is upon us, and whatever you have going on, a vacation, a staycation, a summer wedding, well, Macy's has you covered. If you need summer dresses, matching sets, volume sleeve tops, wedges, straw-crafted bags, I mean, really, they have what you need head to toe. I'm talking Levi's, Dolce Vita, Lacoste, and more. So shop summer must-haves at Macy's. Go to Macy's.com slash style. Again, that's Macy's.com slash style. What's up? This your boy, Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. What kind of programs does this school have? How are the test scores? How many kids to a classroom? Homes.com knows that these are all the things that you ask when you're home shopping as a parent. That's why each listing on Homes.com includes extensive reports on local schools, including photos, parent reviews, test scores, student-teacher ratio, school rankings, and more. The information is from multiple trusted sources and curated by Homes.com's dedicated in-house research team. It's all so you can make the right decision for your family. Homes.com. We've done your homework. Life ain't always pretty, but hey, it's pretty beautiful, thing. Laugh a little more, thing. Tight, tighten up your core, thing. Said EK, you're kicking it with four things. With Amy Brown. First thing. That's right. Happy Thursday. Welcome to the Four Things Podcast. Amy here, and you heard the little first thing jingle, which means at least for this episode, we're going back to the OG way of how we started doing the Four Things podcast, four totally different, random, unrelated things that I'm going to share with you. Now, here in this first thing that I'll get to in just a second is a chat that I had with Natasha Bure, Candace Cameron Bure's daughter. And then after that, the second thing, I'm going to share with you some poetry that I think you will enjoy. Third thing will be things that you have to look forward to in December. Now, today's only the ninth, so there's plenty of time left in the month, and there's TV shows and movies you may need to know about in case you're trying to, you know, 
plan your schedule because hint, one of them is sex in the city. And if you don't know when that's coming back, well, you need to know. And then in the fourth thing, I have a call to action for you. I have a request. We have some friends in Haiti that desperately need your help. And it could be as simple as you sitting down at your computer for a few minutes and you could really help a family out. So that'll be in the fourth thing. So there you go. Little menu of today's episode. And now I'll go ahead and get into my chat with Natasha. Okay, so Natasha, I'm looking over all that you do, and I got to know, what do you do for yourself so that you don't get totally overwhelmed? I honestly feel like I'm very good at setting aside time for myself every single day, but just in like the grand scheme of like the year, I feel like I definitely find pockets just to be by myself and not overwork. I'm very like conscious of my energy and like my space. So if I feel like I'm kind of low on energy, whether it be socially or for work, like I definitely just take the time to stay at home and relax and read books and just unwind paint or do crafts. Like those type of things are so therapeutic and calming to me and really take me like out of this whole bubble that I'm in. So I definitely am very conscious about that. So I feel like it's been pretty easy for me to know when like my battery's running low. And then I just take that time to like unwind. We're big on gratitude here. And most guests that come on, I try to figure out four things that they are currently thankful for in the moment. I mean, it could be stuff that's from the past or now, but you know, today, if you had to jot down four things that you're thankful for, big or small, what are they? My first one, I'm always thankful for God and for Jesus. I'm thankful for my family. I got to see them earlier uh, this week and I haven't seen them in a while and just like spending time with them is always fun. So my family, I'm very thankful for my working body and that I'm healthy and that I'm uh, able to like go on walks and work out and sing and like my body just does a million things. And I feel like I don't give enough gratitude for it. And then I would say my best friends, we just had a really fun girls Christmas night two nights ago, we like watched a concert and made food and wore matching Christmas pajamas. And I just honestly have the best friends. And I feel like it's taken me, I mean, I'm 23 years old and I didn't find most of them until maybe like a year ago. So I just am feeling like so blessed and grateful that I have those people in my life. Yeah. I mean, I think it's important to realize, I mean, I'm 40, so yeah, I've got some years on you, but I mean, I'm sure maybe you've even seen with your mom or, or other people in your life that are older than you is that we all evolve. And friendships can evolve and that's okay. I think sometimes by a certain age, you feel like you've found your friend group and that's kind of it, but it's not the case. Exactly. And it's so interesting because in high school and growing up, I was always playing sports or I was very busy with like productions or things like that. So I didn't have like a million friends at school. I never had these crazy friend groups. I kind of always just had like one person at a time and that was it. And you always kind of think when you're younger, you'll probably make most of your friends when you're in school. But I feel like I'm making more friends like as an adult now, just in like my work life and just meeting people through mutual friends. And it's so great. And it's like you said, you evolve um, as a human and then also with your friends. So it's just been, I don't know, it's been fun to like meet new people and make new relationships. Did we hit four? God, family, friends, and my body. (laughs) Boom. I love all of those. And, you know, mentioning your family and actually getting to spend time with them. I mean, y'all are all very busy. So how do y'all make it a priority and what do you do to make it happen? I mean, my whole life, we've always been kind of separated. Everyone has insane jobs and 
even with my brothers when they were younger, they played sports that traveled all over the U S. And, um, so we have to be very intentional about it. And I think now, especially because we all live in different places when we are in like the same city, or even when we're not, we have to set aside time every single month to be like, Hey, this is going to be like a weekend where we'll hang out or we're going to do dinner. We're going to do this. And I love my family. So I feel like it's easy for me to like find the time. I don't, I'm not like bad with time management. I actually really like enjoy spending time with my parents and my brothers and whatnot. So it's fun, but it's definitely something that's more intentional now. And to maintain those relationships, you obviously have to put in effort and time. So what about games? Are y'all big into games, especially in the holidays? Well, we're big into games all year round, but my family is so insanely competitive. So it gets a little crazy. Uh, someone always ends up leaving the table crying and throws a fit because someone thinks someone was cheating. And then it's just like the rules are crazy. So, um, they're really fun, but they honestly get really intense. So sometimes my mom is like, okay, I don't even know if I'm in the mood because I feel like there's going to be a lot of drama coming with the games, but like, we love it. We play so many board games and card games and whatnot. I would never have thought that y'all would have like intense drama like that in your household over games. (laughs) All of us are competitive, but I'm a very harsh rule keeper when it comes to board games. And like some people like to bend the rules and then some people cheat and it's like a whole thing. So anyways, there is definitely drama that ensues. Well, growing up watching your mom do her thing, at what point did you decide, hey, okay, this is what I, I want to do. I mean, you're super, t- you're like the, you have the the triple threat. You're like mm-hmm. the J-Lo. You can sing, you can dance, yeah. you can act. and. Yeah. Even if someone did have a mom that was in the business, it doesn't mean that they're able to actually go do it. And you've you've done it and you've done it well. So when did you know? Thank you. Honestly, from such a young age. And um, I feel like a lot of people would assume that because this is what my mom did, like I just saw her and wanted to do the same thing. But I actually didn't even see my mom work or be in like the entertainment world till I was 10 because she kind of took a break from acting to raise us and I grew up watching my dad play hockey. Like I watched him work and then she, you know, was like taking care of the three of us because she had us all at the same time. So I don't know. I feel like I just came out of the womb, like being dramatic and wanting to like act and sing. And I was in every single, you know, production um, in like my school. And if there was like a, a public library that had a play going on, I'd audition for it. And like, I wanted to be in commercials and model and all that stuff. So I feel like I always have loved it. And it's just such a passion of mine. So I can't remember not wanting to do it. Um, And then obviously it's just so helpful to have like a role model and someone in my family. I mean, especially as close to my mom who can help me navigate just all of the trickiness that is the entertainment industry. And that's been so helpful. And I'm very grateful for that. I've been in radio for 15 years, but doing morning radio is very different than any type of acting or, or modeling. And I do have a 14-year-old daughter, Stashira. We adopted her from Haiti four years ago. So she came here at 10 with lots of personality. And she's recently expressed the desire to do some modeling. And she was in a school play recently. So we're tipping our toes in the water there <laughs> with that. I'm just hesitant. So I don't know if you have any advice for a 14-year-old girl that is possibly thinking about doing some of that stuff. It's so fun, honestly. I mean, I really enjoyed it. I started doing little commercials when I was like nine or 10 and I would have so much fun with it. But honestly, I don't know, it can be really hard like on your mental health, like auditions and just there's a lot of rejection and there's a lot of um, 
judgment because you're being based off your performance and your appearance and all that stuff. And so, I mean, the number one thing that I would say is just to like, be confident in who you are as a person and just like pursue anything that you love. And I feel like when people see that you're passionate about something, whether it be being a chef or an actress or a model or like whatever it is, when you're passionate about that, that really exudes such bright energy. And I feel like people will see that and want to, you know, put you in projects or work with you or whatever. And I just feel like the more confident that you can be in just a light in general, I feel like that is the best thing that you can do, honestly, in any like circumstance. And that's something my parents always give me advice on. So that's something I take and try to apply. I'm going to share this with her for sure. And, you know, you mentioned self-esteem and I feel like you grew up in a time where social media came on the scene, probably when you were a teenager, it just really got super popular. How do you handle that with boundaries and any advice for anybody that they might look at you and be like, oh, it's so easy for her to just be out there and this is her thing. You know, I mentioned you can sing, dance, act, but you also are an author, you write, you also are a social media influencer. Like you have a lot of hats. And so what are your boundaries around socials? I'm still figuring it out. I think every single day I'm trying to learn more about my boundaries and what makes me feel comfortable and what makes me feel good online. I mean, I got my social media when I was 15, which now I feel like, like so many kids are getting it so much earlier than that, but I just got on Instagram, like for fun, you know, I post probably pictures of, I don't know, my room or something when I was like 15 and it was fun. And then it slowly became turned into like a business and a career and just like sharing my life online with people, whether it be on Instagram or on YouTube. And with that comes the opinions of people because you're putting yourself out there and it can be really toxic to see negative comments or maybe not even necessarily all negative, but just like comments and opinions in general. And if you don't know who you are as a person and you don't stand confident and firm in that, it can be so toxic to your self-esteem because it can waver and make you think differently about yourself and um, makes you question a bunch of things. And honestly, like, I feel like this year, especially I struggled a lot with that and just dealing with my own like personal anxiety and always feeling that there were eyes or judgment on me. And I think that's something I really had to like work through and put up those boundaries of not looking at the comments as much anymore and posting what makes me happy, not what makes other people happy. And I think at the end of the day, just to remember that everyone is just behind a screen and we're all humans. And it's honestly best to just look up from your phone and see the world outside and focus on that. And there's just so many, I don't know, bigger issues than being behind a phone screen and seeing what's on there, although it is so fun and I love it. And I obviously love sharing, but I just can't let it become my entire world. And I don't even think that goes for people with big platforms. I think that goes for people with any sort of platform and um, just like even sharing with your family and friends, like don't let the opinions of other people sway who you are and who you know yourself to be. Well, you're definitely an inspiration to a lot of people out there. And I know your mom is too. You actually are around a lot of people that are so inspiring. So many people in your family and in in your close circle. But who is your inspiration and why? My inspiration is both of my parents for the same but different reasons. I think in their respective fields, my, my dad being, you know, a retired professional hockey player and then my mom being in the entertainment world and an actress, I've just seen their hard work and their dedication to their craft and the way that both of them are so confident in who they are. I don't know like two more confident people in what they believe in, 
who they know themselves to be and nothing, I mean, not that nothing faces them. Of course, there's things that get, you know, in the way or roadblocks or whatever, but in terms of just standing firm in what they know and seeing how that's paid off in so many different ways is really, really inspirational. And they do not quit at anything. They work hard and are just so passionate. And I don't know, I feel like that is so, so telling of the kind of people they are. And I, I'm sure I see it more than anyone just because I grew up with them. But like, I've really seen both of my parents career wise, go and relationship wise and uh, social wise, like any type of thing in their life. I've seen them go through really, really difficult things and seen them come out so successful on the other end by being so firm and confident in the person that they are and knowing what they deserve and what they want. And I think especially in like career wise for me, it's very motivating for me to like want to do the same and and very inspiring. So I'm very blessed that those are my role models and I have a close relationship with them and can call them and get their advice whenever I need. Yeah. And speaking of your career, something you have coming up in January is the Rama Jama Live. So tell us about that. I'm really excited um, to be joining Rama Drama Live. It's January 7th through the 9th in Palm Beach, Florida. And uh, there's going to be a bunch of different authors and actors and actresses from the GAC family, uh, Netflix, Hallmark, Lifetime. And it's just going to be fun time to connect with fans or people who watch any of the movies um, that are put on by those uh, networks. And it'll be just so fun. I'm excited to connect. I love meeting new people and just creating relationships and like hearing stories and taking selfies and pictures and whatever. So I'm really, really excited. I also love Florida. I actually grew up there for 10 years. So I'm excited to go back and just like be in Florida. I'm just excited to make friends, honestly, and to be around everybody. It's going to be a really fun event. Since COVID, I mean, I haven't even been to that many events or anything like that. So I've kind of just been in my own little bubble with my friends, which to be honest, I'm mostly in my bubble. I would be in my bubble anyways. I'm like such a homebody and like to just chill um, with my friends and family, but it'll be so fun to just, yeah, meet new people and especially working on a few of the projects that I have this year, making new relationships and like being in social settings has been so nice because I feel like I was deprived of it and we all were for so long. So I'm just excited to hang out again and make friends. <laughs> well, it's a boutique fan convention and that's January 7th through the 9th, Hilton West Palm Beach. So maybe girls trip or something like that. If people yeah. want to go Rama Drama Live and Natasha Burr, thank you so much for chatting with us a little bit today. And yeah, we hope you have a great holiday season and Merry Christmas and I hope you win some games. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on. Second thing. All right, now it is poetry time. Yes, I'm going to read you two different poems um, from books that I definitely think you need to add to your collection. These are books we've been reading in our house. I'm working my way through Kelsey Ballerini's book of poetry called Feel Your Way Through. And then my daughter and I are both reading at night, you know, before she goes to bed. We've been going through Where the Sidewalk Ends. And I have one that just made her laugh so much that I thought, oh, well, I'm just going to go ahead and share this when I do a little poetry time on the podcast. Write these books down, add them to your collection, maybe make them Christmas books for people. Kelsey Ballerini, Feel Your Way Through, and then Shel Silverstein, Where the Sidewalk Ends. All right, let's start with Kelsey's poem. It's one called Kangaroo, and It's where she opened up about having an eating disorder. And I just thought this was so brave of her and it's going to help so many young women and men that follow Kelsey and are a fan of her music. So here it is. Kangaroo. 
I can't remember the exact moment I became aware of my body when the moments I used to spend daydreaming of what could be turned into scanning for flaws, seen and unseen. When afternoons spent making friends on the playground became comparing my appearance to everyone around. When Sunday morning blueberry waffles my mother made went cold on my plate as I'd convincingly claim I wasn't hungry. A boy named Jackson called me kangaroo when I was a freshman in high school. He was on the basketball team and I was categorically uncool. So you can imagine this comment made waves in my head. He explained this new nickname because of my belly and my little legs. I had hated my body for years before that. I didn't need his help. I certainly didn't need a team of the boys who only liked the cheerleaders calling me kangaroo, but they did anyway. This coincided with my home becoming divided. Couldn't help feeling like I was the only child slighted. Too much, too deep, too real to console. I began to flail in search of control. I started taking diet pills, buying them like a pack of gum, insisting to the mirror it wasn't wrong, shuffling around my plate of crumbs. There was a little less food with every little pill hidden in the back of my bathroom cabinet to an hour before every meal. My best kept secret, my worst kept habit. After a few pounds gave way to the caffeine and the pills, I decided that wasn't enough and I needed to steepen the hill. So I began binging and purging and that started working. I'd make a generous order, consume the carbs I told my stomach I didn't deserve, excuse myself like a performer, lock the bathroom door and purge. My five foot eight lanky frame became 110 pounds. My sickness told me I looked amazing, devouring the compliments like I should have devoured a meal, addicted to the way the boys looked at me and the way that made me feel. I stopped trying to be invisible and I started wearing heels, but then I wanted more. I got a membership to the YMCA, worked out a few times a week and then a few times a day. Every second, every friendship, every good day, every party was overtaken by my obsession with my body. It took passing out privately, publicly, several times, then coating each one in embarrassed-soaked lies, swearing it's the summer heat or forget about it, I'm fine, for me to realize I had crossed the line. My throat ached from the vomit and my hands shook from the pills. My legs sore from the extra mile I ran on the treadmill. I stopped when I was 18, the gym, the purging, the suppressants with caffeine. I was starting to hate me, realizing those things would never make me happy. I needed to show myself some accountability. I needed to show my skin and bones some humility. I wanted to get better. I wanted to start healing me. My journey with my body has been littered with deceit and neglect. Sadly, several years of a lack of self-respect. Yet my body has kept me safe and healthy through it all. Never thought to quit on me. Never saw itself as flawed. It just patiently waited for my head to catch up. What the world told me and what it continues to, that women are not enough unless we are darn near see-through, that our worth lies in the gap between our thighs or the structure of our face or the number called our size. These lies we are fed are meant to keep us insecure, sad, and small, feeding us lies while telling us to not feed ourselves at all. Now it's bold and brave to stand in our skin so tall and not pick up when projected insecurities start to call. It is a process to find self-love. It is ongoing and it is forever. So if you're on that journey, know you're worthy and we are in this together. So there you go. That's one of many, many poems that Kelsey has in this book. It's called Feel Your Way Through and just thought that was a really awesome one. But there's several that are amazing. Haven't finished the whole book yet, but I will. And, you know, if that 
poem resonated with you in any way and you are looking to not feel alone, don't forget, or maybe you're just now listening and learning that Lisa Haim and I have a podcast called Outweigh that is centered around disordered eating and eating disorders and just offering up support and wisdom and conversations. And a new episode uploads every Saturday. And again, it's called Outweigh. And we named it that because a life without disordered eating outweighs everything. All right, now to the poem that Stashira (laughs) picked out. I told her I was going to be doing this and we decided that sick is the name of the poem that she liked the most. So that's what I'm going to read here. Again, from Where the Sidewalk Ends. I cannot go to school today, said little Peggy Ann McKay. I have the measles and the mumps, a gash, a rash, and purple bumps. My mouth is wet, my throat is dry. I'm going blind in my right eye. My tonsils are as big as rocks. I've counted 16 chicken pox, and there's one more. That's 17. And don't you think my face looks green? My leg is cut. My eyes are blue. It might be instamatic flu. I cough and sneeze and gasp and choke. I'm sure that my left leg is broke. My hip hurts when I move my chin. My belly button's caping in. My back is wrenched. My ankle sprained. My appendix pains each time it rains. My nose is cold. My toes are numb. I have a silver in my thumb. My neck is stiff. My voice is weak. I hardly whisper when I speak. My tongue is filling up my mouth. I think my hair is falling out. My elbow's bent. My spine ain't straight. My temperature is 108. My brain is shrunk. I cannot hear. There is a hole inside my ear. I have a hangnail and my heart is, what? What's that? What's that you say? You say today is Saturday? Goodbye. I'm going out to play. So she laughed out loud at that one. And then I did too, of course, especially based on her sweet giggle. So just wanted to share some poetry with y'all. I know they're totally random and different, but again, also mainly just to share them with y'all as book recommendations for you to add to your home. All right. I want to tell you about something really awesome that Macy's is doing. It is currently Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. And Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now, online and in-store. For the entire month of May, you can join Macy's in supporting AAPI-owned fashion brands. Plus, you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or simply round up in-store to APIA scholars. Now, APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. And Macy's has made it super easy. You can just round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA Scholars, which is an educational nonprofit. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Again, that's Macy's.com. You're going to be doing some shopping anyway. Why not round up and give back? That's Macy's.com or in store. All right. So I've been saving on shopping this year by only buying new clothes when I've sold some clothes that I no longer wear. And what this has done is it's forced me to be super wise when I'm adding clothes back into my closet. I want to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, and that's where Quince comes into play. You can go see for yourself all the awesome stuff they have, especially for summer right now, like European linen dresses and blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, 14-karat gold jewelry, so much more. And if you're like me, you're like, hmm, this just seems too good to be true. 
well, what Quince does is they partner directly with top factories and they cut out the cost of the middleman and they pass the savings on to us. So we are getting things for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. For example, I'm literally looking on their website right now at this open knit cover up maxi dress that'll be great for the summer, 100% organic cotton, and it's $49.90. It could retail for $148. So that's 66% savings. And with warm weather here, you need to check out Quince. All you got to do is go to quince.com slash Amy for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E.com slash Amy. You're going to get free shipping. Again, 365 day returns. That's quince.com slash Amy. I don't want to waste my time taking vitamins that aren't really going to do much for me. Like I want research. I want to know like, hey, this is actually doing something for my body. And Ritual knows this. That's why they conducted the research. They've done clinical trials on their Essential for Women 18 Plus multivitamin. The results, well, it increased vitamin D levels by 43% and omega-3 DHA levels by 41% in just 12 weeks. And as a woman, I want healthy vitamin D levels and omega-3 levels. And all I got to do is take my Ritual Essential for Women 18 Plus Multivitamin every morning. I take them on an empty stomach, but sometimes if I forget, I may take them in the afternoon. It's really up to you when you want to take them. There's nine key nutrients in two delayed release capsules. And what the delay release capsules does for us is it optimizes our body's absorption of these nutrients. It's gentle on the empty stomach. Like I said, I can take it first thing in the morning and I'm totally fine. And with a minty essence in every bottle, it actually makes taking your vitamins enjoyable. No more shady business. Ritual is essential for women. 18 plus is a multivitamin that you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month at ritual.com slash four things. Start ritual or add essential for women 18 plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash four things for 25% off. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about the incredible work being done by St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and ask you today to join me in becoming a partner in hope. When you make a donation to St. Jude, you're helping an organization that has helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And I can tell you from personal experience, that number and the hope that it brings is invaluable. What they are doing at St. Jude is making a huge difference. It is full of joy there, which a lot of families need at that time. They don't need to be worrying about travel, lodging, food. Everything is paid for at St. Jude so that families can focus on their child that has cancer. Your support means families never receive a bill from St. Jude. It's only $19 a month. And when you sign up, you'll get the new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join me in helping St. Jude in the fight against childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. Okay, I got things to look forward to in December, starting from today through the rest of the month. Now, today is Sex in the City Day. And just like that is what it's called. And it hit HBO Max today. So I know a lot of you might be excited about that. Some of you, if you're busy with the grind, you're not paying attention, you may not even realize because it kind of snuck up on me. I saw a trailer on Instagram and I was like, ooh, that's going to be good. But I always need someone to remind me when the good stuff is coming out. So that's what I'm trying to do for you. It's finally out today. So now you know what you can do later tonight. 
And then as for movies, we got a ton on the way. Steven Spielberg's West Side Story and Being the Ricardos with Nicole Kidman as Lucille Ball both hit theaters tomorrow. You might even be able to stream some either of those. I'm not 100% sure, but that'll be tomorrow, Friday the 10th. And also there's a comedy coming out called Don't Look Up with Leonardo DiCaprio, Jennifer Lawrence, and Meryl Streep. Then later this month, Spider-Man No Way Home is going to be out on the 17th. My kids definitely want to go see that. There's already text messages with all their little friends. I mean, including me and the parents. And I think we're all taking a bunch of kids and a bunch of parents on the 20th to go see it. I know tickets are hard to come by, but you can go ahead and order them now. But just something maybe you could consider watching over the holiday season. And then the fourth Matrix movie called Matrix Resurrections hits theaters and HBO Max on the 22nd. And then finally, we got the holidays, Christmas obviously being the big one, but National Ice Cream Day is coming up on the 13th if you need an extra reason to enjoy some ice cream. Ugly Sweater Day is the 17th. The first day of winter is December 21st, so just fun fact to keep in your back pocket. Festivus is the 23rd. Kwanzaa starts on the 26th. And then obviously December 31st is New Year's Eve when we finally say goodbye to 2021. And I am hopeful. I am looking ahead. I am looking forward to 2022, which next Thursday I'm actually going to have on Mosh from Instagram. He's a news correspondent, journalist, does an amazing job of keeping you updated on what's going on in the world through his Instagram and other outlets, I'm sure. I mean, he, he's been in journalism for a long time, but I follow him on Instagram. So he's coming on next Thursday and we're going to kind of put a positive spin on the news. He came on not too long ago and we talked about the four biggest stories from this year so far and they were all pretty negative, but we're going to look to 2022 and he's going to tell us four things that we have to look forward to that he knows about news-wise. And then also we're going to be talking about the Epstein-Maxwell trial situation that's going down right now. I definitely want his insight on that. So again, that will be next Thursday, December 16th. All right, here is my request. It's a call to action. Mike Wilson, you probably heard Mary and I talk about him a lot. He's come on the podcast multiple times. He's one of the founders of My Life Speaks, an organization in Haiti, that espoir. This Four Things podcast, all of our Four Things line totes, our gratitude journal pullovers, I mean, for the last few years now has gone to support this organization that's doing so many amazing, wonderful things in Nepali, Haiti. They are in the middle of crisis and we have an opportunity to help them. So if you've got a few extra minutes today, I want you to go to mylifespeaks.com, go to the little menu, pull down the blog, click on the blog and then scroll down to a picture of this little boy. It's a side-by-side of a baby and then what the boy looks like now. His name is Nash. And it says, can you help? Hashtag Nash to Nashville. And here is what they wrote on their blog so you have an understanding of what is going on and how you can help. We desperately need your help. On Monday, December 6th, Nash had an appointment for a travel visa to the U.S. He was denied. Without going into detail, Haiti is dangerous and My Life Speaks has been forced to make the request for all U.S. staff working in Haiti to evacuate. Missy and Nash are still behind because he cannot travel legally to the U.S. at this time. If you would like to help us with the journey to get Nash home, here's how. 
It is now going to require congressional help. We have people moving on our behalf, but the more voices, the more urgency. Feel free to reach out if you feel so inclined. Please consider calling or sending an email on our behalf to both of your senators and your member of Congress with the email we created below. We've done all that we can do to make it as simple as possible for you to do so. We keep being told the best way to get things moving is to have congressional help. We need you. Thank you for your help, Mike, Missy, and Nash. So just to kind of put a bow on this for y'all, I mentioned Mike Wilson. Missy is his wife and Nash is their son that they have legally in Haiti been caring for because they've lived in Haiti. And he came to them when he was just a baby and he's now their son, but he doesn't have the visa to come to America. And Mike and Missy are Americans, so they need to get out of Haiti to be safe. And obviously, Missy does not want to leave Haiti without Nash being with her because, I mean, Missy and Mike, that's Nash's mom and dad. So when you go to mylifespeaks.com and you click on the blog and you go to this particular post to, you know, can you help Nash to Nashville? Click on that. You'll see that letter that I just read. And then you'll see step one, step two. You can click on things and they have the letter ready to go. All you have to do when you're on the website is copy and paste the email body to whom it may concern. They have it all written out and then sincerely and then sign your name. Mary and I were kind of joking about it on the phone the other day that some people might copy and paste and like forget to change the your name part and that will go to the senator or the congressman or women. But I guess as long as they're getting the note, it's fine. But just don't forget maybe that little detail to please say uh, sign your name. But this is one way if you're looking to just make a difference in someone's life, especially this time of year when maybe you're feeling a little bit extra nudge to just do something to make a positive impact, you're in the holiday spirit. This is a way you can do that. So it's Thursday now. Maybe you've got a little extra time this coming weekend, but this is an easy way to help really good people that do a lot and bring a lot of good to this world. So I'll say it one more time, mylifespeaks.com click on blog, and then you'll see the blog post, Nash Nashville, click on that, and all the details are there. Uh, and then, yeah, speaking of My Life Speaks, they're one of the organizations we're supporting for Christmas through all Espoir items. The final day for shipping on anything, if you want to receive it in time for Christmas, if you want gifts that give back from the shop forward, it's the 14th. So again, today's the 9th. Maybe you're going to knock out some Christmas shopping this weekend. If you want to receive it in time, this is the friendly warning that December 14th will be the cutoff for that. We've already had some cutoffs for customized items, but we still have plenty of gifts available. We have our four things puzzle, our four things gratitude journal. We've got I need a nap pullovers. We have four things pullovers that say lots of different things. Our most popular one this year, I'm fine, it's fine, everything is fine. We have cool dad, cool uncle, born year hats, born year sweatshirts. We have all kinds of things under the Espoir line that are directly going to be supporting My Life Speaks and Project MetaShare, another amazing group in Haiti doing awesome work. So encourage you to check that out if you are looking for gifts that give back. Easy way to get there, shop espoir.com, E-S-P-W-A. Espoir means hope in Haitian Creole. And that's exactly what you'll be doing. If you email on Mike and Missy's behalf, you'll be spreading hope in Haiti to Nash and then if you shop Espoir, you'll be spreading hope in Haiti as well. All right. Well, that's a wrap on today's episode. And I will see y'all again on Tuesday for the fifth thing. Bye. All summer, the best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. 
Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. All right, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth that no matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can really make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through things. Now, BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. BetterHelp.com. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.